Hey everybody, welcome back to the Brink of Reality Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Brink, sitting in the chair, here to bring you a very fun Survivor exit interview today with one of my favorites from Survivor New Zealand, Jack Thomas. So check this one out, it's very funny. We record this live at TVNZ headquarters and fourth person voted out of Kassar is Jack. You need to bring me a torch. Patience very, very important. Hey guys, uh, Ryan Brink here, Singletra as always, and today I'm actually live with, and I can see some people already laughing, I'm here live with Jack from Survive New Zealand. Jack, how are you? Hey, I'm really good, thanks Ryan. How's yeah. it going? It's going really good, and we're here to talk about things, but really Jack, I don't have that many questions for you, a couple of big ones. Yeah. The first one is, where is the loincloth? The loincloth is at my hotel room right now. <laughs> okay, that's question one. Question two is, will the loincloth be making an appearance tomorrow at the finale? I'm genuinely undecided and it is completely up to me i'm not being well all the boys want me to get it out get the loin out not Ah, my not my get it out get it out and um yeah all the boys are pro loin but i've had a few few stern words from my mother that she does not want to see my posterior on television anymore it is a live finale do you think they could put it on 10 second delay to add the blur (laughs) no yeah i don't know i don't think it's feasible then there's too much crack to blur I think, in um, that short amount of time, I think it's unrealistic. I will say, uh, during one of the episodes, it might have been the pre- like previously on Survivor, and yeah. they actually did show the full crack. Like we yeah. did see. Yeah, it was. It was when I got. I think it's when I was at getting voted out, yeah. and it was like the close up on me, not the wide, and they left the top of my crack in, yeah. which I thought was so funny. And it was like, like sick. My bum made it on TV. Well, I think so. I think it talks about your season overall, Jack. Like, I watched your pregame stuff, and you talked about being a fan of Survivor. You mentioned Fabio, so yeah. you know of Fabio in Survivor Nicaragua, yeah, as, I uh, as I hear from so many of you New Zealanders. Can you, is is that just the way that Nicaragua is said in New Zealand, Nicaragua? I don't know. I reckon it's said differently by everyone. I'll, okay. I'll chuck out a Nicaragua. Is that... No. Nicaragua? Nicaragua. Nicaragua. Is that right or wrong? I, I don't know. I think that's right. I think it's... I just think that... I've seen Matt add the extra syllables. I'm not really yeah, no, sure I don't, where that's I, from. I definitely don't chuck in the syllables, but some people have been sort of mixed up by it. Yeah, definitely. It's interesting. You applied for the show. What was the big thing that said, okay, I actually want to play Survivor? What was the reason you applied for the show in the first place? Oh, man, it was... Um, like, all things aside from being a fan of the show and always wanting to have been on the show since I was, like, five years old, you know what I mean? Since yeah. I watched the first season with my mum when I was literally six years, five or six years old and, and then we kept watching more and more seasons and it just became like, oh man, like how cool. It, it almost felt like I was like being coached into being on Survivor. Yeah. I don't know, I was just like, I felt like I really wanted to be on an American season like at some point in my life, but I was yeah. like, man, I'm never going to get that. And um, so when the like audition application thing opened up, I just thought, man, I have to put like 100% into getting on this show because it's like absolutely wanna, what I want to do. So Jack, the thing about these podcasts is they're listened to by super fans, and your strategy is something that really fascinates me because mm-hmm. talking to you, seeing you on the show, mm-hmm. you come across as someone who's quite intelligent, and then on the show at other times, you want to be the class clown, yeah. <laughs> and you just completely like, I don't know what you're doing, but it, it's it's freaking me out, and I'm saying I'm yeah. yelling at the screen like I can't Jack, that. why? Yeah. 
so I've, I've tr- I tried to explain this to people. So my strategy did genuinely start out as if they all think I'm dumb yeah. and, you know what I mean, have no clue, I'm so aloof to what's going on, he doesn't have a clue kind of jazz. I was like, that will get me to a certain point in the game. And I knew at some point I would have to sort of change that. Like it wouldn't carry me all the way to the end and yeah. I knew I wasn't smart enough to get to the end doing that. And so I think at some point I kind of got lost somewhere in between being stupid and having too much fun out there and potentially losing focus on the end goal kind of thing. And if that was a result of me being hungry and tired and not sleeping and maybe it was that or maybe, I don't know, subconsciously I just couldn't fight those feelings to just, I don't know. Um, But uh, the goal was to, the goal was to not, like care about people and just be ruthless but once I got out there yeah. it just wasn't it just wasn't me to do that to people and so that would definitely piss off super fans that I couldn't separate the emotion between the strategy and just play the game you know what I mean but yeah. it's just not in me it's a completely different game when you get out there and realise that there are people's emotions that are in play yes. and you have to modify that slightly something that I love I want to come to the end a little bit and I want to talk about Redemption Island yep. your favourite place in the world yeah my favourite place yeah it's, it's so fantastic Redemption Island I know Jack was just saying previously he's already booked a flight to Nicaragua. Going to be going back to that beach. <laughs> all by uh, myself. All by himself. No one's coming. No. He, he, he's heard Mike talk about the times when he was by himself. So he wants to be there by himself. It sounds so enthralling. It, it does. Can you talk about what that's like to actually be there? I know it's probably it's horrible, mm. but you had Mike there as mm. well, which was probably a, a big help in that part. How did you feel being on Redemption Island for such a long time? Was it about a week you were there? Yeah, I was there like nine, ten day, nine, ten days all up, and because I was with someone the whole time, it definitely helped that process. I mean, I wouldn't say I experienced the true Redemption Island of being there by yourself and genuinely being isolated and completely locked out from everyone. So, but yeah, if, if Mike wasn't there, I genuinely don't know if I could have handled it. I'm not the kind of person that can like handle being by themselves like I bounce off people and my energy comes from like making other people laugh and that's and obviously that sort of translates differently onto camera and it looks like I might be playing up to the camera and stuff like that and people have said that and that's fine but I know that's how I operate as a person I bring other people up so that's interesting in terms of your strategy on the redemption I really loved it because you tried to play this mental game with Mm. with Mike and say you know he can he can beat me. Uh, you know you've already got this. Like talk about talk about what that strategy was and why you did that. Um, it was it was definitely strategy. I don't know. I was trying to get just any edge over Mike. Like maybe yeah. if he just pulled back the throttle a little bit because he thought I was half dead or something like that. And I was just low key taking the piss as well. It was funny. It was it funny. Yeah, it was really funny. And um. But it worked. Like, he genuinely thought I wanted to go home, and he messaged me after he saw that episode and was like, are you taking... He could not believe it. He could not believe it, and he was so gutted that I'd told him I I wanted to go home. I was like, bro, I just... I'm probably just going to drop it straight away, and I'm just going to walk out and stuff like that. And he he was genuinely sold. It was so funny. So, pre-merge, your game was great. You you didn't really have to do much. You were in a tight alliance Mm. at first... Um, over on Hamosa, uh, you had the you know the retirement village people sitting there by themselves in their rockers, just yeah. uh, watching the, the Zimmer frames. The Zimmer frames, just watching the sunset. Uh, what was that time like for you, being part of that five? I know it was shown a little bit that you maybe weren't as as close as maybe Lee and Mike were, but you yeah. were still included within that group. Yeah, 
I just, it was in that initial first days that sort of Mikey came up to me and he, I was sort of in one of those original conversations about, oh yeah, you know, a couple of people, blah, 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 together. And then that eventually turned into us five with, you know, and then Georgia and Shannon and those two came in through Mike and Georgia being a thing and God bless them and (laughs) (laughs) goodness gracious. But so it kind of, it was a funny position and I just somehow ended up in that big swirling pool of people like, yeah. oh, type five, nah, nah, nah. But it's so weird because we talk about this type five, yada, yada, I don't know, but I was, it didn't feel that tight. It, no, it was tight. Like, I mean, yes, we were like whole five thing, but it didn't yeah. feel, I don't know, it just felt funny because I knew if anything changed, like the type five thing was only working because yeah. that we were winning. Yeah. But if we were losing, it would have we wouldn't have stayed. You know what I mean? It was just built on the fact that we were winning. Yeah, I and think. So, yeah. I think that makes sense. I'll come back to something, but you move over. You have the the swap. Uh, you place with Tom, and you guys really hit it off. And yeah. you find your soulmate on the island, your bro chart show on the island, Jack. <laughs> uh, what was it about Tom that you just gravitated to so instantly? Like we had the. Uh, gosh, what what is the Spanish term for rice and beans? Gallo pinto. Gallo pinto. Yeah. So you had that out there, that relationship that yeah. was quite intense. Yeah. Uh, you want to share your your bromance with Tom? Yeah. Um. So this is this is a story the Jedi wouldn't tell you, but um. Okay, yes. So there was one night that me and Tom. Th- so this is to give you. I'm not going to explain how we are with each other, but this story will sort of yeah, give you. An that's idea. private. We don't want to go. Yeah, you don't need to know what we do with each other. But so we were lying on the beach at four in the morning, and it had been raining all night, and we hadn't slept. Yeah. And we were just lying there talking. We'd sort of, you know, drifted in conversation between the game, our personal lives, and we were just talking and connecting. And it was awesome. We were having, you know, as much fun as we could at four in the morning. Yeah. And. Then just a meteor shower started screaming across the sky and we were just sitting there together just absolutely tripping our nuts off and just like, we were literally screaming like, whoa, like losing our minds. (laughs) And we just sat there like for half an hour watching this shit. And I mean, yeah, since that, it's just been like, he's just one of the bros and it's really hard to describe how much he means to me because he sort of got me through. um, We, you know, we, we have a really similar sense of humor and, um, Tom's just a really, really nice guy, and yeah. he sort of looked after me out there, and I looked after him in different ways. And yeah. yeah, I don't know. He means a lot to me, and so it's awesome that I've got to make such an amazing friend out of the whole situation, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I think that's the thing about Survivor, and we see it, you know, New Zealand, Australia, America. There are relationships that you make with people that can't really be described. Yeah. You can't say to a normal person that I met, you know, five weeks ago yeah. that this person is such an influential person in my whole life yeah, and your family, it. friends, they maybe don't fully get it. Yeah, no, and that's um, family and friends, I think, you know, I think struggle to comprehend a few things that happen out there and how it changes people and finding a middle ground of trying to explain to people and wanting them to accept yeah. how different I am. It was, yeah, it was only those people out there can ever understand and can really sort of like help you process those emotions, I guess. They're the only people that can help in that kind of respect. 
how how has the public perception been of you? How how have your friends and family reacted to to some of the stuff you've done? You mm-hmm. talked about your mum before, uh, yeah. so obviously she's pro banned the the loincloth. Yeah. Uh, like in terms of just everything else, though, because you were definitely one of the most unique characters we've seen on Survivor in a very long time, not only New Zealand but across the world. And I I think that's really unique. And I said at the start of the season, I don't know if I like Jack or not. And you grow me through the season, and I I you wore me down. And by the end of it, I actually was really disappointed you left can you talk about how people's perceptions have been of you overall well i mean i don't want to brag but i am a very likable guy Uh, (laughs) well (laughs) perception like across the board of me like family and friends they just think it's so hilarious because they get it you know what i mean they they spend so much time with me they just got all the jokes well they didn't necessarily get the jokes but they knew what i was doing and they just they just thought it was so hilarious obviously some of like the public perceptions have been you know I don't know, some people negative, other people think it's funny. Like, yep. having people come up to me in public and be like, this woman today, actually, just as I was walking, like, two hours ago, yeah, she was, um, I don't know, she was not like, I don't know, she just stopped me and she was obviously something wrong with her, like, she might have been homeless or something. And I don't know, but she's obviously seen the show. Yep. And um, But she stopped me and really kindly and was like, hey, you're my favourite on the show and I, you're really, really funny, you know that? Yeah. And I just thought, like, I don't know, for people to stop me in public and tell me that is, like, I don't so know. Nice. It's yeah. Really, it's really... I think the thing is, like, you go on the show, you don't expect... You know that people are going to watch, but you don't know yeah. the reactions that people are going to have from that. Yeah, because... And, I mean, I would... I, I couldn't ever bring myself to go up to someone in public. Like, I'm too anxious and nervous to ever go up to someone and say that. And so for someone to actually just come up to me in the middle of the street and I'm just standing there looking at a red light... Yeah. And to go, just bump me and go, hey, you know, you're like the funniest uh, and all that shit, man. That's like means so much to me. And I don't think some people realize how much that means to me, you yeah. know, sometimes. That's, that's really cool. I Bring it back to strategy before we do finish. Yeah. You've merged, you've gone into this tribe and there is this different dynamic. It looked like you guys, after that initial part where Shannon had decided to go with the old Mugaton, mm-hmm. you were on the out. Do you feel there was anything you could have done to save yourself for that position? Or do you feel that... The cards were stamped. Mm. It was just going to go the way it was going to go. Do you think there was anything that you could have done to save your position in the game? Yeah. Yeah, that sort of... Me going, it was it was like the culmination of a few things. It was to take away Mike, and it was to take away Tom's strength as well. Yeah. So my my days were definitely numbered. And, the own, and, you know what I mean? If I had won, then Tom would have gone. And if I didn't win the next one, then I would have gone. Yeah. And I think the season... Like, yeah, I mean, it's just... I think, yeah, my days were basically numbered, I think. I'm not sure what I could have done. I would have had to have completely flipped the script and just, you know, gone ape shit and, I don't know, gone completely crazy and told everyone to get fucking fucked. And, you know what I mean? And just, you know what I mean? I don't know, piss everyone off so much that they don't, you know, all that typical Survivor yeah. jazz. I don't know what I had to, would have had to have done, but, uh, yeah, I think I was pretty screwed. Last one, Jack. Uh, since you've been home, have you practiced stacking any coins? Shit. That's still, honestly... That is the one, if I could think of any challenge that I would not want to do, yeah. it was definitely that one. And fuck. And it's like even more ironic that I worked at a bank as well and I couldn't stack <laughs> coins properly. I don't know if anyone thought about that, but I right. thought about it when I got back. I love and that. I was like, that idiot can't That's even stack good. a bloody 50 cent coin properly. So I was like, yeah. Nah, I was I was never going to win that challenge. I was too shaky. No. Like I was. We saw in the previous challenge where you had your hand up, mm. Just the nerves. I think it's just the nerves situation. It's not necessarily yeah. that you can't do it. It's just such 
I think you wanted it so much to come back to the game. You wanted to prove yourself a little bit. Yeah. In my eyes, mm. that just that nervous anxiety, and I think it's something that yeah. a lot of people face. So, yeah. But overall, like, you should be really proud of the season you played. The character that you had, again, if there's a returning season of some form in the future, I think you'd be very high in the list for people to come back. Damn. So would you play again if they asked you to come back? Well, I mean, after you've said that, yeah, of course I'll play. Okay, great. I just uh... (laughs) no. I mean, seriously though, I'm still undecided on playing again. I mean, because it hasn't even fully come out on TV yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't even know the full ramifications of oh, being on the show yet. Yeah. It's still happening. So it's so still, it's it's very raw still, and you're still yeah. watching it and processing it. And that's the thing, yeah. playing Survivor, you really need that separation from the game to actually know if you're willing to go back and willing to do that again. I guess like you're a big guy, yeah. uh, like tall, like physically. How draining was Nicaragua? Yeah, it was. I think there was definitely a lot of effort trying to pump blood around about six feet down my foot, you know what I mean? It was taking its toll, and yeah, physically I was drained by the end of it, but the whole thing about going in fat, I was so lucky. I was burning fat instead of, you know what I mean? And I I could go into some big scientific blue blab about how it works, but your body starts burning fat instead of carbs and stuff like that, and um, so that was sort of getting me through it. And it also helped me lose a whole lot of weight, so it was kind of funny. So Jack's advice for future Survivor players... (laughs) I think we had this on Australian side with Matt Tarrant. Just eat chicken nuggets. You know, don't worry about any cardio, any gym. Just eat chicken nuggets for three months and you'll be fine. Yeah. That's absolutely sage advice. I couldn't recommend. Well, I mean, that's it. You just need as much on your body before you get in there. I don't know. Mike, man, Mike looks like a little wee broomstick. He does. And the thing is, Mike came in so physically strong, no fat on his body. So those reserves are going straight to the muscle. Yeah. Yeah, he... Man, you could tell within two, three days that he was burning, like, all this stuff around his body and he was losing muscle and stuff like that. You could see it, and then within a week you could see it. And then I think people, like, people do before and after photos. People really should look at the difference between when he started the game and even right now. He looks completely different, and he's, like, half his size. I don't think people quite realise how much size Mike has lost out there. No, I, I was noticing it the other day when I was watching on TV. I was just like, wow, he really has lost a lot. And especially being on Redemption Island where there's limited resources, especially yeah. when you're eating all the resources. Yeah, no, he was... Mikey was really hungry, so I let him yeah. eat most of my food. So I was eating like maybe three spoonfuls oh, a wow, day. Oh, Yeah, like for real, you can ask yeah. him. And he was like, I'm not taking the piss. He was yeah. legitimately eating most of it because I couldn't really eat. I felt a bit sick. Jack, thank you so much for doing this. Uh, we are in TVNZ headquarters right now. And tomorrow night is the big finale. I won't ask you for predictions because we don't want to get into spoilers. But yeah. just overall, how much are you looking forward to the finale? Oh, I think it's going to be so much fun. And I think it's awesome that we all get to come back together and sort of celebrate what we've done. And I think it's awesome that New Zealand finally gets to see who won the whole bloody show. You know what I mean? Everyone's been waiting so long and I've been waiting so long. I want to know who won. I've been waiting so long. I think the world has been waiting so long to find out who won. So it's going to be absolutely brilliant. Drury speeches, I assume, will be there tomorrow. So excited to see what Jack has said. I think that's going to be... You will not see this coming. (laughs) (laughs) So wait and see for that. So until next time, the community has spoken. We'll chat to you very soon. Bye. Check.